0: Let's do Numbers 13. Thank you for your welcome. God bless you. Numbers chapter 13. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Would you say this through me today, God, like you said this to me today? Prick our hearts with the word of the Lord. Make me the man you called me to be in the mighty name of Jesus. Numbers 13, verse 19. Um, what kind of land do they live in? Is it good or is it bad? What kind of towns do they live in? Are they unwalled or fortified? And how is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are the trees in it or not? Do your best to bring back some of the, of the fruit of the land It was the season for the first ripe grapes. Alex, could you bring me one of those waters that are under my chair? So they went up and explored the land. Thank you. From the desert of Zin as far as Rehob toward Lebo Hamath, and they went up through the Negev and they came to Hebron, where Ahiam and the descendants of (laughs) Anak, Cleveland Public Schools, (laughs) descendants of Anak lived in. And Hebron had been built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. And when they reached the Valley of Eshcol, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. And two of them carried it on a pole between them, along with some pomegranates and figs. And that place was called the Valley of Eshcol because of the cluster of grapes the Israelites cut off there. At the end of the 40 days, they returned from exploring the land they came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran, where they reported to them and they, to the whole assembly. They showed them the fruit of the land, and Moses. they gave Moses this account. We went to the land which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey, and here is its fruit. But the people who live there are powerful. You know, I, I wasn't a great student in school. I was a football player. This is how how I got through. But I do remember this. In English, when you say the word but, everything that was just said prior to that, you can forget about. (laughs) Forget about it. It does flow with milk and honey. It's a great place, and here is its fruit. But... The people who live there are powerful. Their cities are fortified and large. We even saw the descendants of Anak there and the Amalekites live in the Negev and the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites that live in the hill country and the Canaanites live near the sea along the Jordan and Caleb silenced the people. Hallelujah. Before Moses said, we should go up and possess this land for we can certainly do it. The men had gone with him We can't attack those people. They're stronger than we are. Verse 32, And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they explored. They said the land devours us and those living in it and all the people, they were of great size. We saw the Nephilim, the descendants of Anah come from the Nephilim. And we seemed like grasshoppers in our our own eyes and we looked the same to them. Verse 18, he says, See what the land is like. I love this. A fresh perspective is what the Lord told me to come and give the house this weekend. Between the lunacy that I committed in front of you last night. (laughs) Brother, you sat across from me. You have a beard on. Is your name John? You have a John in your life? Would you stand up for a minute, bearded brother? I have seen a real prophet would know your name, but... The name John is written over you, and I see in the name of Jesus, God is going to release an anointing for you to touch this John. All eyes on heaven. I should say this first. If you're afraid of me praying for you today, now's the time for you to run for your car. (laughs) Because we came to make a mark today in the heavenlies. And touch this man of God who carries the glory cloud. Brother, God has spared you. A life of dependency on others, a dependency on people's approval would have been in your path in corporate ladders. But God has called you. Hallelujah. And this John is looking to you for answers. I see a problem in a marriage, and God is going to set you as a couple to touch this family. Oh, man. Father, we pray now for this brother and his family. Use them to touch these that are having trouble in their marriages. Again, I want to make it clear. I'm not saying they're having a trouble. This couple, I'm saying there is a blessing that they're going to release for co- for uh, marriages who have been in trouble. And we release a blessing over you. I can see in the mighty name of Jesus that God has called the two of you to write. And God will build... Um. um booklets or curriculum and in the name of jesus there is a healing for marriages in you bless you brother who should have been named john (laughs) see what kind of land this is man i really want to give you something today so i hope nobody gets afraid we don't handle snakes until after one so just chill out man we didn't come to hurt you we came to bless you make a deposit not a withdrawal we don't, don't we say, well, I'm afraid he's going to tell my sin. I don't tell people sin. We know who does that. Uh, that's right. He's the accuser of the brethren. We came to tell, hey, lady, you have, this is going to be a great prophecy, hey, lady, you with the hair. <laughs> Three rows back, you have long, dark hair. Would you stand up, please? The spirit of an entrepreneur is upon you. The Lord, the Lord is showing me that you have two businesses God is going to bless you. There is a fresh start coming. He is going to make uh, you uh, duplicate this business. You have found someone or someone is coming. All eyes on heaven, please. I don't have anything for you. You must watch Holy Spirit. Let's not run him out of here. Holy Spirit is going to use you to duplicate into someone else how you can create these shops, um, these uh, salons of the Spirit. Uh, this is a, uh, there is a, come on, there is a, an insignia on this. You got your own sign and God is going to duplicate. And the Lord says you're going to speak the word of the Lord. In fact, you have your own a style. You're going to call it uh, a special K. And the Lord says, Special K, you're, you're going you're gonna to walk into this, and you've got a... I don't know why it's over here, but um, it, it uh, you, you've got this K, and you're going to put this K on things. And Special K, we're going to bless you um, because you're going to bless people. And the Lord says, you're going to duplicate this, and the Lord is going to make you a, a, a reward... He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And as the duplication comes, these are franchises that are in your future. And God has called you, hallelujah, to franchise his presence and franchise the business model that you've got in the mighty name of Jesus. So be careful with whom you partner financially because the Father is going to give you fresh sources of income to partner. Bless you in Jesus' name. Special K. (laughs) See what the land is like, the Bible says. Hey, Kate. By the way, well, I hope that wasn't your special K. No, it wasn't. That was a joke. Uh, Kate, bless you in the name of Jesus. Now I know your name because I talked to you yesterday. And so, all eyes on heaven, please. Kate, the Lord says you have, uh, you have exploded, not blossomed, exploded. <laughs> Glory cloud is here. Come on, somebody get in his holy presence. Put your eyes on him. This is bigger than me. This is bigger than you. Let's have an interruption of heaven today. You have exploded, says the Lord. Your days of turmoil and trying to fix and arrange, they are over. This is the moment of God. Hallelujah, the apostolic presence of God is visiting you to put people in right places, the places of God. Hallelujah, the things of God. Oh, glory cloud, glory cloud. My sister, you must not be in worry. Fear cannot be resident where faith is. And in this moment, as the faith of God releases over you, glory to God, the Lord is building a brand new you. The season of promotion is upon you. Mighty, come on, pray with me. Mighty in the name of Jesus, pray with me. Pray through this room. If you don't know what to do right here, close your eyes and say, "Lord, have your way." Lord, have your way. If you know how to pray in the spirit, just pray lightly in the spirit. But the Lord says, in the name of Jesus, that um, while they uh, while they'll say, "Would you go into this place and change this part of our business?" Would you go over there? Be careful of your travel. Don't give up a place you've sewed into. Glory to God. Because God says, that where you have sown, you're about to reap a massive, massive miracle. Glory to God. The Lord has given you a place of authority in business. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And this is the wealth of the wicked being laid up for the righteous. Hallelujah. For years you have sat and watched the negligence, says the Lord. For years you have sat and watched abuses of finance, says the Lord. But God says, he's put you there to write a ship. Hallelujah. And you will see, even in the realm of investment, there'll be a, 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 a luncheon or a, a, a day when you're all sitting around having some kind of... It's a big table, a huge... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one on one and one end. But God's going to use... The the word of the Lord of integrity that is in you to silence the mocker. Hallelujah. And God says in the name of Jesus it's going to raise up a standard. It's going to raise bonus for you. And it's going to put money into the kingdom of God. It's going to show even companies where their their time is better invested. Would you lift your hands all around this room? Oh, Father God. Dear Lady of the Lord. Can I... Bless you with the name of Jesus. The hand of God is on you. I can see the glory of God about you. I want you to know the Lord showed me last night a fire burning inside of you that wants to be released. Dear Lady of God, I tell you, it's time to turn over every care, every place where you're unsure about the things of God. Hallelujah. God is going to do it you have artistry upon you. The ability to create. You are able to make people who don't feel beautiful feel beautiful. Now the Lord in this, your hands are on people's heads. You're you're making them feel like they belong. Glory to God. God's telling me to tell you, you have underestimated your calling. Now I don't, whew, come on, let's get it all. Dear lady, I don't know what has tried to um, take you off track. But in the name of Jesus, please don't surrender your precious song of the Lord. And when I say song, I don't mean a literal song. I mean the metaphoric song of your life to anything other than the goodness of God and the greatness. For God says he trusts you, and you're going to come into a series of decisions, and God is going to promote you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And um, I see you beautifying people who don't know how to make themselves beautiful. And that God say, you're going to talk to those who have felt like they've ruined their lives and they trust you. Something about they sit with you and they trust you. And they don't even know you, but they're just blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, my Lord, please, already. Precious, I tell you, God wants you to know. Don't take that lightly, and please don't let anyone come to you and try to get those things out of you that someone has confided in you because the spirit of a counsel is upon you. And a great counselor is a great hearer. Hallelujah. So I bless you with the mighty name of Jesus, and I tell you, come running. Home, I don't know where you are with your walk with the Lord, but I tell you, come running to the fire of God for a fire burns in you to burn off darkness off other people. You are a light. Don't let anyone, whatever this is, trying to put you under a bushel like your light of the Lord. Please don't do that. Don't let another person oh, extinguish what God has birthed in you. You were born to be a praiser. You've got a seer spirit upon you and a heart of compassion. And we need compassion in this day. I bless you with his holy name of Jesus. Be blessed with the holy name of Jesus. Will you lift your hands to my precious one? I love him. I love him so much. <laughs> the Lord showed me last night. <laughs> he going to unlock a precious place for you. That your gift, they told me you can sing, but your gift is in the spirit realm, says he. I tell you by the Spirit of God, right now God is breaking a generation free, and this is, you are a massive part of this. Don't miss this moment of God. Hallelujah. There is a joy in you that the world wants to, um, for lack of a better term, extinguish that you would not release the, because the only strength we have is the joy of the Lord, precious. And in the mighty name of Jesus, God show me you late in the night last night. And he wants to bring back your moments of joy. Hallelujah. Where your song is uh, not to be critiqued. It is to be released. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is looking for not a perfect song, but a perfect heart perfect praise you know that says here it is God my precious I tell you by the mighty name of Jesus the cloud that is in your family tree is waiting for the next generation to be picked up and you must in the name of Jesus lead these brothers and sisters you must lead the young into the presence of God honey you've got a call on you And don't let it die out. And don't be lulled to sleep by this world. I release the fire of God. Hallelujah. On your song, on your sound, on your eyes, and on your ears that you would hear from God. We release the holy presence. Oh, God, for generations. You've heard of generational curses. Let's talk about generational blessings. Where young people are coming under the cloud of God. They've been in it so long. Look at you with the glory cloud on you. Come on, give me a paw up here. In the name of Jesus. There's wisdom in you that is beyond your years. Hallelujah. There's a manager in you. When people look at you like you shouldn't be running the drive through and you're running the whole thing. God say in the name of Jesus, he's given you this gift to be wise beyond your years and God is about to drop into your lap ideas that are going to change business and you what if we did this and we like why didn't we think of that release it now and the glory cloud on you because I also release the prophetic spirit that is on you You go ahead. Hallelujah. (laughs) In the name of Jesus. That's a goofy sound. I pray for that release that you would get so free in the name of Jesus. You don't care what anybody thinks about you. You go be gods. Come on, glory cloud on you. Please, eyes on heaven. You spend all your life wanting to get right where we are, and so let's not run out of it. Oh, 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 ray up, ru, eric, brain, nist, pratium, brufrey, baritum sturaprey, brief, pril, frufer, and the noast. From my heart through our hands to your heart. I release the healing so that you would not carry the pain of when you bent over backwards to bring a healing. And those that despitefully use you, turn against you, that you wouldn't carry this for your years. (laughs) In the name of Jesus, I break it by the spirit of the living one. I break it off your precious mind, off your precious heart in the name of Jesus. And I refute, rebuke, and release the seasons of disappointment. And I call you into his appointment now. Precious lady of God, I tell you the tide is turning. Glory to God. Why am I out in this so deep, Lord? You are about to go for the surf ride of your life. Glory to God. That God is not going to leave you. He has not put you on a limb to saw it off. If he saws the limb, the tree will fall and the limb will stay. Hallelujah. Because your God is bigger than that which you have gone through. I break the warfare off your mind. I break the warfare off your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. I break the warfare as they handed me this microphone, the authority of this house, hallelujah, was shared with me. And as the man of God, hallelujah, just a man, but sent from God, I break warfare on your minds in Jesus' name, against your heart, disappointments in Jesus' name, suicidal spirit trying to run through your family tree. No, in the name of Jesus, we're calling you to life, to life, to life, and a fresh perspective, hallelujah, over your family tree. Glory be to God house of god god's moving this place into fresh 2020 vision 2020 2020 vision he's putting his fresh perspective in this house i believe and i believe there are is a series there's a series not only of praise teams but there's a series of, of revivalists That it is not you know some people will prophesy some will evangelize But let Holy Spirit be through you whatever he wants to be wherever you are. People say to me, are you a prophet? You know what I am? I'm a friend of God. So I'm willing to be whatever he wants me to be wherever I am when he needs me. I know a lot of people that need a ham sandwich more than they need a prophet. So on that day, I'm a sandwich artist. I think you can see that I've been to Subway. And I say in the name of Jesus, don't stop being what God called you to be in a given moment. Don't be handcuffed by any title. Hallelujah. If you've got Holy Spirit, which according to the book of Romans, Holy Spirit, the love of God was shed abroad in our hearts by Holy Spirit. So you've got Holy Spirit. Be what He wants when He he wants you to, to be. I don't know what to do right now. Is your name Scott? That's better, isn't it? (laughs) You ever notice when God says to these people, what in the world am I drawn to this side for? Something's going on. I'm going to walk over and an angel. I'm sure is going to stand here. Hey, let me tell you this. I was in Florida. I know you are watching Prophetic ADD at its best or worst today. You know, when I was a kid, they used to tell me, remind me, Florida, please. We're not just in three steps away from this now. Give me three steps. Give me three steps, Mister. Um, thank you for that. I was in Florida, and this kid came up to me. And he says, "Oh, uh, Prophet Bob, um, you call me Shrek." Um, uh, he said, "Prophet Bob, who are those two men with you?" I like, ain't no men. What boy? Them two men standing beside you. It didn't fit in the building. It had red and yellow and blue and them long sticks. I said, <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, "By the way, you know that bar you're always talking about playing at? You're not allowed to play there anymore." Seven years old. I'm like, oh well, that's a great word, la de da. So you know, I I put that word in my heart. Lord, what's this? You know, I don't get home. The bar's burned down. I'm not allowed to play there anymore. <laughs> and I'm in Martinsville, Indiana, doing a meeting in a house. Which, by the way, this is one of the few churches left on the itinerary. It's mostly mostly barns and barbecues and bar mitzvahs and backyards and um, I'm I'm doing a cigar shop and I'm I am I'm about to start in a barber shop and after hours uh, thing where I would just go in and rent a barber shop I've got a couple ideas where I'm trying to touch people so I'm doing this thing in this living room and this old man I mean I mean you, the glory's on him And he has been in it for a long time. He's old in the presence. He walks up to me, Special K. He's like, did you see them two men with you tonight? Uh Uh-uh. What did they look? They had, and I'm going, red. he's going yellow, and I'm like, and blue. But their heads wouldn't fit in here. They saw the same two angels, I believe, that that boy saw in Florida. You know you say, don't you wish you could see them? I don't care. I don't, you know, if I don't, as long as hell sees them. I am not wrapped up in seeing angels. or I'm wrapped up in serving the Lord. And you have got to stay in this precious place. When you come out of these things, glory be to God. Don't you see some of these battles are sent so when you come out the other side, you you, call, hi Michael, hi guys, what's happening? I just realized I like your hair, guy. Um, I, I was—they always told me I had ADD. Wow, this is really going around right now. <laughs> and you know you're not going to make it through school, and and uh, voted most likely to say, do you want fries with that? And. And then the presence got on me when I was 12. And then, and I'm 56 now. And now I start prophesying over this one. And over that one. And over this. And I realize it's that ADD. But he's reversed the curse of it. The glory got on what Satan thought he'd curse me with. And he turned the curse into a tool. And now I just give over this and over that and over here. And I don't, and, no, and people are like, do you remember what you said over me? Are you kidding me? I said over you, what? No, you have a phone. Just hit a, what? No. <laughs> you got a record button? You're on it all stinking day. And all of a sudden I'm standing there and an hour and a half ago, I should remember what God told you. You need to know, and when you fight the devil with these words, you don't say, I've got a word from Bob. i got a word from God, brother. i got a word from God that is bigger than the word of the enemy. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter who gave it to you. Remember, the prophet was laying beside the the creek, and the ravens were feeding him, dude. The dirtiest bird alive is bringing him bread in his mouth. Meat in his mouth. Come on now. Get your eye off the bird. Keep your eye on the word. Did you ever notice when God told the? I'm back in the message now. I know this is not, I do have a degree, but today it would not be able to be seen. I have a degree in the school of neology today. And this is what happens to you when you've been on your knees for hours and days and days. When he called them to go look at the land, do you ever notice your bank account doesn't equal your calling? My bank balance can whew, cannot equal my call. Hallelujah. The call must be bigger, sister, because if I can afford it, it's probably not God. That's for me, though you work it out how you do it. you know, if I had a family, it would be different than sleeping in the back of that small truck, or you know what I mean, skating up and down, probably not much different, probably bigger truck, but um I'm going to do this for I'm going to depopulate hell to the best of my ability. He asks them Moses, says, go see if this land is strong or weak, is it walled, is it fortified?" And they went up, verse 22 says, through the Negev. So this is a hard, a hard journey to get to. The Bible says the sons of Anak lived there. Anak was a giant. The fruit there was giant. The, there was a history with giants there. The land is bigger. The people are bigger. They're stronger. You know, God spoke to me, brothers and sisters. We can't be so busy busy. Binding Jezebel and trying to discern Delilah. So much so that we miss releasing the Ruth and empowering the Esthers. Brothers and sisters, binding the devil. Do you bind? I certainly do. But I must tell you, if we stay in warfare all the time, my greater warfare weapon has become worship. And I must tell you, you... People think, why is the devil showing up all the time? We've been calling on him for four hours, binding him, and in our speech and in our prayer language, almost making a um, a covenant with darkness through calling on him. How about the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord. Now, God will take you into a fierce intercession. Believe me, I would not be alive if it wasn't for the intercessors, binding the demonic off me. Brother, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I believe God puts, pe- I've got a team of 20 or so that pray for me around the country, and I'm still going 40. This will be my 44th year of, of just doing it and by faith in the name of Jesus. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, there are some Ruths and some Esther's in this room. I am not so consumed with the spirit of Jezebel or watching out for some Delilah. Bro, I'm in. The, I'm in the season of releasing of Ruth, empowering an Esther, someone who's ready for such a time as this. Glory to God. Amen, amen. Verse twenty-three said, talks about this cluster of grapes. Have you ever seen that? You know, picture you might see a a little. There's two two men carrying this big stick, and it's got this huge cluster of grapes, and it took them two men to carry them that the people and the the land is so big that it took two men to carry the grapes you ask me bring back a cluster of grapes i go here you go Here's three clusters you know <laughs> in the palm of my hand the land was so much bigger that it caused them to not see the promise but the problem i'm coming out of connecticut and um there was no offering that night. I mean, look at me. I've been paid in pie for most of my ministerial career, right? Guy will come down you know, with no offering, but Sister James made you peanut butter pie tonight, you know? And I got a spork, you know what I mean? And I'm rolling from New York to Cleveland. Great is the Lord, you know what I mean? Even a jug of milk would have helped, you know what I mean? But, you know, I'll be licking peanut butter and blueberry off, you know? I wear the same shirt so that I can get the same. So... I don't know how I'm getting home. I just know God told me to go there. Now, I, the Lord tells me to pull off in this uh, truck stop and pray for truckers. I'm almost out of gas. And, um, oh, man, this is scary. I've never walked around a truck lot at night before. Turns out this is not the best idea. So I'm walking around, putting my hands on trucks, Pray, Some dude walks out of the cab of a truck. See, I'm a trucker now. I'm, please don't go. I'll change. <laughs> I'm joking, man. You know I'm having a tease. I love you, Wu. And and so um, I call him Wu Manchu because you know when the glory gets on Mike, you know what he does? <laughs> Woo! And that's how we met. That's how we met. Wasn't it, Mike? dozen years or 15 years something like that anyway great 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 brother man great brother What, man, just great um and so this guy comes out of a truck cab and he's got a bat a mini bat in his hand and he's doing like this <laughs> then i realized the size of this behemoth maybe this isn't a mini bat <laughs> maybe this is a giant man boy what you doing uh i'm uh, I'm praying for people you ain't a preacher are you i hate preachers i'm a guitar player thank god for a dual anointing i'm liking preachers either tonight and i'm a guitar player tonight and that's it and he's got that back i hate preachers and immediately the Lord shows me his name is Daryl, but he spells it with a Y, odd. And the Lord says God wants to heal him from something that was put on him by Minister Simpson. And I said, Well, I'm just praying for people. He said, Well, you could get hurt around here. Better get out of here. I said, All right, can I pray for you? He goes, You can pray for me, but don't touch me. I'm like, No problem, Big Daddy. I. When planning on this war, you know I got a, I got enough trouble, man. <laughs> and um, I start praying, and I said, "The Lord, the Lord says He wants to heal Daryl with a y. Now I know it's him, but I say, "Do you know who that is? Who the blankety blankety are you?" You know what I mean. He goes into another tongue. <laughs> Very diverse. And needing no, needing no interpretation, that's right, sir. And then I says, God says He wants to heal Daryl from the from the disgrace and the the pain that Ms. Minister Simpson put on him. What are you? What what are you? And he took a step back, but he still got that bat. And I don't have a little cousin on me, so <laughs> as far as you know, I don't carry. <laughs> and. I'm just in the presence, and the glory is there. And I says, I'm just praying for you now. Let God touch you. Let God touch you. You don't know what happened to me. And I can see it. And he's coming down his face. He's got that bat in his hand. And I said, let me put my hand on your heart, man. Don't you hurt me. He's got that bat in his hand. And God just, I said, dude, are you ready to give your life to Jesus? and get over what was done to you and receive what's been done for you. Pray for me, man. Pray for me. I'm away from God. Daryl, with a Y, gets saved at the truck stop. He reaches in his pocket, and he peels out five $100 bills, and he hands them to me, and you know, I put them quick. quick. (laughs) Most of the time, I put them in my shoe because folk have asked me for money back but never from my sock. (laughs) Sock money, they don't... I want them... Well, never mind. That's... (laughs) (laughs) Evidently, I appear sweaty to people. And so... That man received the Lord. God paid me. I got gas, hallelujah, and milk. (laughs) And I... I know how big the giants are in the land. Uh, I told you about Hope Center. It's 5 to 12. I don't know how time I have. I just, I know you say all day, but I really need this offering. So I'm trying to be, <laughs> I, I know you think it just angels show up, right? Like I was at the laundromat, all right? And uh, it was a Monday And on Mondays, I'm not at my best. It's more like, I've got the joy, 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 joy way down in my stinking heart. (laughs) And the Browns have got beat again. i got my Indians hat on. They're trading their best player. And I've been on the road for two weeks, and I'm at the laundromat, and I'm down in the hood because it's free-drying. I drive 30 minutes for a (laughs) free-dryer. I know it's hard to believe I'm single. And um, this lady goes, are you prophet, Bob? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, the guy needing to wash his clothes. She says, you mean you do your own laundry? I'm like, no, little chubbat angel. They swim down, they, and they get to a, and they up and down on a washboard beside it. Yes, I do my, Yes. Folds my own jaws, everything. <laughs> you know, it is amazing that you th- you think things get easier when you get on the front line. But it is it is d- more difficult because I- it seemed like that the the enemy not only is against you, but he ramps up the spirit of religion to be against you too. And hate you for everything that you are. But that's why you have to know who called you to take the land. You cannot care what they say against you. You must know what God has said over you. This portion of scripture, Caleb, verse 30 says, he silenced the crowd. Shut it! (laughs) We need some Caleb's. To shut the crowd up that says we cannot, we we shouldn't, we won't be able. We need the spirit of Caleb. on us. Somebody that could say, be quiet. When they say you can't afford, we're just a small church, we can't afford. Be quiet. Did God call us to do it or not? We need a Caleb. Somebody that will give God a chance. You know, I don't do churches. Like to want to give you an honorarium, even if it's a 500 dollars. Okay, I've only been offered a hundred, but it sounded, it sounded more important. Um, but I don't do that. I just, if you could put a bucket out, you know, a basket, uh, any, just if you, just, well, if you can't put anything in, just don't take anything out. But let's give God a chance to give a miracle here. Let's not tie God's hands. The spirit of Caleb is, hallelujah, I'm going to do this by faith, and God's going to come through in the mighty name of Jesus. The spirit of Caleb is, I don't believe you people that want to destruct everything. You know, the Bible says in verse 32, they spread a bad report through the land. Anybody can tear something down. I don't have tools. My tools are on my keychain. I can file this nail. I can cut a fingernail. I could open a Coke for you of the Swiss Army thing. I don't have a toolbox. I don't, what would I do with it? Probably keep guitar picks in the toolbox. And, but anybody can tear something down. Even I am capable of destruction. But construction takes someone who has learned how to use tools Amen. and to construct a move of God, to construct a people of God, We must be willing to have someone with tools work on us. You can't get mad every time sandpaper is applied to your life. I quit. They sanded me today. (laughs) I quit today. They said I have a screw list. The Bible says in verse 33, you can see where these people needed the tools to construct. It says, we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And so we looked like that. to them. The answer is, are you going to be one of the ten or one of the two? The question is rather, Cleveland Public. Are you going to be one of the ten that had a bad report or one of the, hi baby, or one of the two? Not you, brother. <laughs> one of the two that had the good report. It takes something to see something that no one else has seen. Yeah, yeah. That's why it took Jesus doing it. See, um, you know at Hope Center in New, New Palestine, Indianapolis, um, it's, it's a, 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 a 110,000 square foot campus, 38 acres. My dear friend David Nolan, his dad Hubert Nolan, They were pastoring a church. It was going fine. Everything was going great, and God showed me a college campus in their life. And they quit their church and got this campus, and it's a residence and a healing for women who have been brought out of trafficking. And my precious friend David, 29 years old, died of a heart attack. He had had a heart issue since his birth. And they said, we have to fix this. He just got married. They'd been married uh, nine months. And he, he did heart surgery two weeks before, and now he's laying there dead in front of me. I tried to raise him from the dead for six hours. It was obvious he had entered heaven and had no plan on coming back. One day with the Lord's like a thousand years. A thousand years like a day. In other words, Bobby, you're going to be here tomorrow. Boy, this one hurt. It was my first night staying at the center. I just stopped through. The Holy Spirit said stop and stay, and David died. His dad came to me. He says, We're, we need you to pastor us through this. I said, dude, I'm on the road, you know, 35 to 40 2,000 miles a year. seventeen dollars to $19,000 a year in gas is what I write off doing these houses of five people and backyards of 50 and basements of four. Just see if we can get somebody saved. Glory be to God. How do you make it, brother? I own, the. the my father owns the cattle on a thousand hill. Amen. If it's his will, it's his bill. He does it. He said, well, why would you do this? Because I don't know anyone else that is. And that sets me free. It sets me free that this is my call. And getting in these places where we, where we can bring five people that pray and ten people that don't and get an entire neighborhood saved. They'll come to your house a lot of times before they'll come to your church. And we just go in and preach, pray, and prophesy. And way anyway, they came to me, could you take this center o- over as the pastor? How am I going to get this family through, this four sisters, all these little nieces and nephews, the mom and the dad? I was supposed to do their wedding, but I had lost my voice. Now I'm faced with doing his funeral. And his wife, his bride of nine months, draped over his dead body. Bobby, do something. Bobby, do something. God, do something. Man, this is a heartbreaker. So what do I do? I usually have Tuesdays off, Wednesdays off, and I start Wednesday night or Thursday night. So on Tuesday mornings, I drive from Cleveland at 4 a.m. and I drive to Indianapolis. And at 9, I get there and, and I tune the guitar and I lead staff prayer. And we go into a staff meeting at 11, and, and I do Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And Friday, I take off and I drive to New York or Pennsylvania or Southern Indiana or, or Tennessee or Western. I do Friday a couple of services Saturday and two or three services Sunday. And then I drive to Cleveland and I turn off the phone and I drink a bottle of NyQuil and I lay on the couch all day and pray that the Browns would move again. <laughs> Tuesday morning, I get up and I drive again for six months. I made a covenant commitment with them for six months. It, it ends this next week. The issue is my heart is in this place. I finally own a home. I'm the first person in my family to ever own a home. I'm a curse breaker, see? I had to do it. First person to ever graduate college. First, first person. <laughs> yeah. Preach this precious gospel. Stand behind this sacred desk. Hallelujah. i got to tell you in the mighty name of Jesus, I've pitched my tent on hell's front porch, and I've been fighting it with a squirt gun with, filled with gasoline. And things backfire on me quite often. But i got to tell you, I know that I'm called. I'm not saying it was at this center, but one of the centers that I'm working with. It's just like God's moved me out of the church and into the places of the broken. And, and God, he's just going to have to pay for it. The last two decades, we've been on the wrist Is one of the few places that have just let me come. And thank you for the way you celebrate the call of God on my life and have been friends with me. I have an b- anointing to meet shady people. And so <laughs> I've been blessed to get shady people saved. Hallelujah. And I met this guy. I knew a guy and knows was a gay. And I'm almost done. I'm trying my best. But this is so important. And he's a tattoo guy. Now, I don't know what you do about tattoos. I don't have any, but... A lot of times I see more Jesus on somebody's arm than I've seen a lot of people's life, so I'm not the judge. All right, I'm trying to get into heaven under 250 pounds, and the homeboy, it's going to be a photo finish. <laughs> okay, so work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. So I says to this guy, I says the Lord showed me you're going to join me in the ministry. I'm coming to pray for you, so hang on with me. Just give me a couple more minutes. I'm going to pray for you. Hang on. And I know that probably everybody thinks I just said them. (coughs) But this this girl who had been trafficked had her quote-unquote owner's name tattooed inside her lip. And another one had another man's name. my mother was a prostitute. She was a drug addict and a prostitute. She was never trafficked to my knowledge. I I don't know that I can quit. So I meet this guy who looks like he'd rather stab you than say hello to you. Which sounds oddly like most of the people that I know. I'm just trying to get people saved. They're just and, um, hallelujah. I'm such a, hallelujah. Yeah. I love people. Uh, I love the Lord. And somehow I got to bring, I got to communicate heaven's word to these people. Going up to them and praying in tongues at the top of your voice and telling them they're going to hell is not a reasonable answer. Right. You need to get an interpretation for that tongue. And flip your billboard around that says, come to my house for a <laughs> sandwich today. Yeah, that. that didn't go over so good. Yeah. So I says to this guy, the Lord, show me you're going you're gonna to be in the ministry with me. How to blankety-blank am I going to be in a blankety-blank ministry, you dumb? <laughs> you can hear it, you know what I mean? <laughs> blankety-blank, blank, you stupid. Blah, blah, blah. How am I going to be in the ministry with you, Rev. I was appalled that he referred to me as a reverend. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just got saved. I says I don't know. 4 years later, I start getting involved with these with these people who are helping around the country bringing these girls and boys out of trafficking. And now I see I says, dude, have you ever done a tattoo over someone's tattoo? Now a girl who had some man's name who quote unquote owns her God. Come on, man. Somebody gets so mad at hell that you take down the doorway. Yeah. Now, a homeboy, come in the place where I was at, put the cross of Jesus Christ right over. Some dude's name that thinks he can buy and sell God's people. Put one girl had been sold from one dude to another. Had one name on this side of her shoulder, one on this side. Dude, come in. Put angel wings on one side. One of the. I was eating my lunch. She come in. She said, "Brother Bob, look at this. Pull the top down. Show me her back. Said I'm an angel. Slow your roll, honey. We ain't there yet. Stay in your lane." Grab you a jacket or something. <laughs> Folk mad at me because the kid's out here having a cigarette. You know, the cigarette butts out all over I says, I have a broom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, that one right there that you mad about? We narcan back to life two weeks ago. Had her hands up in the service this morning. So I don't know why she didn't get delivered of all of it, But in your sanctimonious way, if you've got that kind of glory on you, go get her delivered from them cigarettes instead of sitting in here passing judgment. You'll let me up here at 200 pounds, but you won't let that kid up here because she had a failure. All sin stinks to Jesus. Everybody needs a flush. And the blood of Jesus makes us right. Would you stand with me around the room? Praise the name of the Lord. Can I pray for you, please? I bless you with the name of Jesus. The call of God is on your life. I want you to know in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, I lift you today because there is a, a precious, patient, and caring heart inside of you. And holy heaven wants to use you. And I release the glorious power, properties of 1 Peter 2.24. By his stripes we're healed. But moreover, the Lord is healing, healing a place in your heart that you can be used by God. Your days of being used by heaven are not finished. Glory to God. The call of God is on you. There's a teacher in you, a speaker and a seer. Glory be to God. And in the name of Jesus, I refute, hallelujah, and rebuke you, Satan. I rebuke any assignment against you, precious. And I call the glorious call of God. Whatever this is that has broken your heart, I partner with you now in the mighty name. And I release the cloud of heaven over you. Hallelujah. And as the prophet was on top of that dead boy he put his hand to hand and eye to eye and mouth to mouth. Hallelujah. I come upon those dead dreams in the name of Jesus. Eye to eye, hand to hand, mouth to mouth. And I say life, life, life for your next season in the name of Jesus because you are not what you've done. You're what you overcome. And the overcomer is in you. And whatever this is that has broken your heart or whatever this place is has tried to steal your victory and your joy, joy and leave you alone. You are not going to be alone for long. Receive the glorious breakthrough presence of God. Woman of God, handmaiden of the Lord. That's a term that we don't use a lot anymore, but here it is upon you. I release a cloud over you. Lift your hands through the room. Oh, lift your hands through the room. Glory cloud on you in the name of Jesus. As you worship, the cloud's going to get thicker. The, the, the Lord's going to move on you. Bravery is on you in Jesus' name. God, use this man with the voice from heaven in the mighty name of Jesus for the cloud of God. Touch this guy in the shirt today. Touch this family in the mighty name of Jesus. We release the blessing in Jesus' name. God, a call of God is on you. You're going to raise up in the midst of families. Hallelujah. And, and this is a group in a circle of people that are praying, be anointed for this. Be used by God. There is a journal inside you that is waiting to be born. A writing, and a, you are a walking piece of art, the Lord say. Release your color in Jesus' name. Down this row in the mighty name of Jesus, with the cloud of heaven, the blessing of God, the breakthrough power of God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray a blessing on you now. In the name of Jesus, I break off the disappointments. See, God is talking about disappointments. Places in Jesus' name where... Um, it was supposed to work out one way, and it, and it didn't. But God's not done. The land is not too big. Hallelujah. The giant is not too big. Our God is not uh, short. He is not flat concerning promises. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bless you, lady. There's a brand new you. God is restoring you. God is putting around you a flame of fire, like a force field women are going to surround you with the cloud of glory and not allow you hallelujah to be overwhelmed by the past that's trying to sneak up on you in the name of Jesus you've been redeemed you've been set free now in the name of Jesus we bind the devil hallelujah and he would remove release hallelujah and we call to call it God over you because there's a woman of God inside of you hallelujah there's a mother inside of you there's a, someone who's being called out by God dear lady of God There's a warfare princess in you. Someone who has no fear, would take on darkness, but has known how to keep the spirit of praise. We bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, if you get tired, just walk around a bit or something. But let's just release this last fire in the name of Jesus. That now, God, I pray, Father, that I I know these people. I know the Simmons. I've blessed you. I've seen your houses. I've seen, watch what you do. But as I was talking about that Hope Center, something clicked. I believe God's going to anoint you for a home to help people like you've never seen. There is a a brand new ministry release in the mighty name of Jesus, and God's going to use you as a prototype blessing. God, touch my brother and sister now in the mighty name of Jesus. I release by the glory of God. Isn't it good to be this thick in his presence? It's like honey. You're drinking honey. Like honey. Hallelujah fresh art fresh artwork to see things like no one else sees them this is what god's called you into taking a look at it and saying i think we can do it different and i think that different is going to touch a generation there's a generational anointing on you it's on you to take a people where someone else said i don't i don't want to carry that anointing any longer the mantle dropped, and you've picked it up like Elisha yes. and Elijah, and it is on you for a fresh anointing. There's a graffiti wall. Pray with me right now. And God is going to use you on this graffiti wall. What have I got here? And this thing is exploding with color and words and, and, and uh, images. Whoo, there's electricity running through my hands over you. And I release you, man of God, that you've become what the Father's called you. Walk into the Holy Presence in the name of Jesus. Because God is releasing graffiti. Uh, you say, why would God release a graffiti wall? It's a term. He's not, this man's not called to write graffiti like something ugly. But there's a graphic in him. There's a graphic art flowing through you. And you're going to release artists. God's given you an entire. Kids are following you with paints and dances and a sound and there is a huge vehicle in your future this is a truck that you will park and there's a stage on it or in it what in the world is this thing and God is going to use you to take down neighborhoods hallelujah there is a mission on you you'll raise up these kids are going to be like what do you say interns there it is and interns in the mighty name of Jesus. Hi. Bless you. Hi, baby. Oh, hi. Oh, bless you. at the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Never underestimate your role on your knees before God. Because the outward display of power is directly related to the private secret place of prayer. Find your place of prayer. And it is that place of prayer. Now, I've known you, Brother Samuel, for many years. I believe I met you the same night I met the Wu many years ago in a barn. But I'll tell you this by the name of Jesus. You're a man of prophecy, but you're a man of prayer. And this is why the spirit of prophecy works so easily in this house, is because the place has been prayed through. Glory to God. And I tell you, the team of God that's alive here today is alive because the glory of God, hallelujah, is called. Now, I pray that God would raise a prayer band, a prophetic prayer band in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And God will give you specific things, places and people to pray for. And in the name of Jesus, God will send you to take down strongholds in an area to where you're going to have to move a team in, rent three rooms at a hotel and say, today we're going to be... we're going to be in Anderson and, and next tomorrow we're going to be in Richmond and the next day we're going to Columbus and, and God's going to, I see a, re, a roving team of prophets, prayerful prophets that will take down strongholds in the community, releasing the state to do the work of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that this precious place of praise, power, prophecy and prayer would come into its greatest day in the mighty name of Jesus. I wanna pray for marriages right now. Um, um, i like to pray that if anybody is struggling in their marriage, that you, dear God, would intervene. I ask in the name of Jesus for a series of breakthroughs for the, for the people in the mighty name of Jesus that the restoration of families praying together not do to so busy doing a work for god they miss the presence of god oh god this has escaped me over my years having a family but in the name of Jesus i tell you those of you that are in the warfare of, over your family right now that god would heal Glory to God. That God would heal you and bless you in Jesus' name. Well, I can feel the enemy angers at this. But I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you would stay humble and don't give up your covenant. Don't have an affair with your past when you should stay married to your future, says the Lord. Don't go back to an old memory. And whether that's a a woman, a man, or a a time in your life, wow, I was free then, or I was was playing this, then I was doing that, I was working there, then I lived in Hawaii, then, you know. This is where you are now. Marry your future. Stay married to your destiny. Divorce your destruction. Like God divorced Israel. When they don't join in the affair of the golden calf. My idolatry. Come on, man. But in the name of Jesus, I release that healing to you. By the precious power of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're away from the Lord today, I ask you, would you pray this prayer with me all through the house, please? Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I'm sorry for anything that I've said, that I've done, or that I've thought. Anything that has grieved your heart, forgive me. I confess the blood of Jesus. For, I confess the blood of Jesus delivers me. I confess that Jesus is Lord over my life. In Jesus' name, I pray. There's a fresh start for you if you're away from the Lord, right there. In the name of Jesus, you have a blue jean jacket on. Would you lift your hand, please? I bless you with the name of Jesus. Please, all eyes on heaven. Precious Lady of God, there's a holy presence about you. I pray that the Lord would visit and shake on your behalf your family now in the name of Jesus. That God would keep you in this moment of purity. Hallelujah. or that the Lord would stretch out for you. That in your nighttime, as visions come to you, as dreams come to you, as God starts to release, that you're to keep either this book. What have I got here? This is your writing beside a bed. God wants to release a word through you in Jesus' name to encourage you. And in the night, the Lord will speak to you. Praise be unto God. Why doesn't God speak to me? These people here, but sister, you're carrying a precious presence. There's an innocence in the name of Jesus that the Lord has about you. And I say in Jesus' name, write what the Father gives. Put your phone beside your bed and record the dream that you just have. Hallelujah. For the Lord releases the spirit of visions and dreams and the anointing to do a work. Praise God. He's not going to leave you alone or battered. Hallelujah. You're called by the spirit of the living one. And we release in Jesus' holy name. Thank you for your time today, sir.